0: Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning. I guess I should change that. Good afternoon. This is Dr. McDaniel. It's a lovely day in here in New York City, and I am a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist, coming at you from Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan, New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me here at GYN Corner. Let's see, yesterday, I guess I was going a little bit cuckoo because I said it was September 5th, and today is September 5th, so yesterday was September 4th. I'll change that on the uh, presentation, but today is September 5th, and let's see, I previously spoke about tea tree oil and the vagina, garlic and the vagina, apple cider vinegar and the vagina, and today I'm speaking about boric acid. And the vagina so this is a facebook live stream please please check out the youtube channel everything is nicely delineated there like subscribe follow you get a heads up on the presentations and uh, when I'm uh, presenting them and if you are available you have a commute or you um, work from home, you want to listen to a radio, you know, podcasts are today's radios, and we have a podcast also, it's GYN Corner, it's on Apple, iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and four or five other ones, I'll I'll mention them uh, tomorrow, I suppose I'll have to put them on the Facebook and the YouTube so that if you like to listen to the podcast, you can check those out. So let's see. Today I'm speaking about boric acid and the vagina. Boric acid is a a crystalline um, acidic salt. It apparently comes from volcanic areas around the world. And it is an acid, so it's um, been used for over a 100 years to help treat vaginal imbalances, overgrowth, and infections. Now, boric acid has a host of utilities. Since 1948, it's been used as a pesticide. So it kills cockroaches, it's, uh, silverfish, and So it can be used as a poison for insects and for um, a multitude of uses around the home. People use it to clean um metallic instruments, you can use it to clean restrooms, it has, uh, it kills viruses and it kills fungi. Now I have had patients over the years telling me that they um, have read or they wanted to use it for bacterial imbalances or infections. It is not usually very helpful as far as bacteria goes but it is really good for moles and fungi and it's been used predominantly to kill vaginal infections. So candida albicans, a yeast infection of the vagina. It can also kill some of the resistant vaginal infections due to non-albicans. Uh, species, so particularly um, Candida glabrata and then uh, toriolepsis and parapsilosis are uh, additional benefits. So if someone has recurrent yeast infections or um, they don't feel like they're getting any relief from the -the over-the-counter vaginal insert preparations or from the prescription, uh, the pink pill, one-day prescription they may have a resistant or a non-albicans type of yeast infection so boric acid has been used over the years to treat those specific types of vaginal yeast infections now i'll always preclude uh, this information by saying if you have an infection you don't really know what it is Uh, you'll always want to go to the gynecologist have it checked out and confirm that it really is a yeast infection and then obviously if you have similar symptoms uh, you time can't afford you or um, you don't want to go to uh, the doctor to be evaluated and treated or you don't want to take prescription do you want to do a home remedy then boric acid is a good option. Now, you can get boric acid prepared already in vaginal suppositories from health food stores or drugstores or online. I always prefer doing it yourself because you know exactly what's in it and it's simple, it's inexpensive. You can have a, a, a large quantity. You can do it one time and just use it as needed. Now, boric acid is a poison. You don't want to take it by mouth. It has to be as a vaginal insert and then a precaution with boric acid is because it is an acid if you have a scratch a wound a sore an ulcer on the in the vaginal area or on the vulva on the lips you don't you want to be careful because if the acid gets on that sore or rash or open wound it will burn so if you have a lot of itching irritation you have the classic uh, cottage cheese vaginal discharge Everything looks like it's yeast. Then what I recommend is to take a little bit of Vaseline. That's a petroleum jelly Place that around the lips at the vaginal opening because even if you don't have a sore (coughs) Sorry or an obvious Wound or scratch or open um, uh, Exposed skin if you've been scratching a lot you're going to have microscopic um, Tears or um, exposed skin microscopically. So if you put the boric acid or an um, um, I don't want to say hostile, but kind of a stra- harsh um, agent like that, it will still burn. So if you put the Vaseline on, that will protect the the vulva and the vaginal skin. So just everywhere on the outside, just a thin film, and at the vaginal opening. And then the boric acid, you can buy that at most of the health food stores, some of the drug stores, if they have a, like a homeopathic aisle, they will often have boric acid. And then if you go to the health food store or online, sorry, one second. <coughs> Excuse me, I could feel that coming. Uh, if you go online, you can buy the little vaginal capsules or um, containers, little suppositories, to place that in the vagina. So the boric acid comes as a powder and the usual recommended dosage is 600 milligrams some of the pre-made ones are 300 milligrams so obviously you have to double up because three times three times two is six so you place two of the pre-made but if you do it yourself you just get the powder 600 milligrams you place in the capsule level it off and then you can produce a lot of those capsules the recommended capsule is the see C- double O or the zero zero um, size capsule. So if you get uh, they're, they're little gelatin capsules or ovules, you get the double O or the zero zero size capsule that's going to give you the 600 milligrams. And you place it before you go to bed. So one capsule of 600 milligrams a night before you go to bed for ideally a minimum of seven nights, ideally 14 nights if it's a treatment for a discharge, an itch, irritation, a discomfort. That's a classic yeast infection. Now, if you have repetitive or frequent yeast infections, or some women tell me they always get they feel like they always get a little bit of a yeast infection before their menstrual cycle then you can do the boric acid suppositories regularly I would recommend doing them twice a week every week if you can for at least a three to six month block of time that will keep that will help to chronically suppress the yeast propensity if you always get them before the cycle you could do it every week obviously, I always have to state the obvious, but it seems obvious to me. You don't want to do this positive if you're on the menstrual cycle. It's not going to be very helpful if you're bleeding. So it'll be twice a week for the three weeks out of the month outside the cycle. And then if it really is just a couple of days before the cycle, you could just do it in preparation. If you know your cycle's due to come, just do it one or two nights uh, before the cycles, uh, before you usually get your symptoms. Most people who have premenstrual symptoms of yeast imbalance or overgrowth or infection, they'll tell me that they'll usually feel irritated or discomfort or they'll see a discharge for the three to four days before their cycle. So if you notice that pattern, you could just do the suppository a couple of nights before you usually have the symptoms and then for a few nights into when you usually have the symptoms so if it's always three or four days before the cycle you could do the suppository insert three to four days before you usually expect those symptoms and that will usually ward it off so you're not uncomfortable now uh, some women will notice that they'll have a little bit of leakage or discharge the following morning you just wear a shield or liner in anticipation of that so it does not stay in your underwear um, boric acid as I mentioned should not be ingested so you'll always want to wash your hands thoroughly after you pre- prepare the capsules and it has been used for over a hundred years with good results uh, there has been research on the boric acid and it is a very well documented and known antivaricidal so it kills viruses and antifungal it kills fungi and yeast it's been um, we call retrospective studies. It's been studied looking at host of uh, large groups of research studies that have used the boric acid in women with documented yeast infections and in placebos. And it's a little bit variable because everyone's different. The type of yeast they have is different. The amount that they have is different. But anywhere from 60 to 90% treatment rate for yeast infections versus placebo, which is a 3% with placebo or sugar pills so it does work very nicely against yeast infections now it it will require several nights in a row so a minimum of seven ideally 14 nights I always recommend homeopathic regimens predominantly if you have recurrent issues it's really good at preventative measures because we don't have prescriptions or medications that will prevent imbalances only treat or address imbalances So I hope that's been helpful information on boric acid and the vagina. This is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. Please like and subscribe, follow here on the Facebook Live and on the YouTube channel. It's also GYN Corner. And check out the podcast. Please comment. And... um, Give me ideas for any topics you're interested in hearing about or information you'd like to receive from me. I'm a board-certified obstetrician gynecologist and I've been practicing for 27 years. So have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll be back tomorrow, Friday. Bye! Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.